0: Welcome back to the Marketing Freaks podcast. In this week's episode, we're taking a step away from the ad platforms themselves, and we're taking a look at other factors that will impact your success. Specifically, we're looking at e-commerce and barriers to conversion, and how you can identify them and remove them to improve your performance in paid media. So really hope you find this episode useful. If you do, please come and subscribe, give us a follow, say hello on social, it is always massively appreciated. Let's get started with the episode. So, Abby, <laughs> we're going to be talking about identifying e-commerce blockers, removing e-commerce blockers, and why the mindset of doing so is so important if you're running PPC, paid social, performance marketing of any kind. Yeah. So, I guess, first off, like, what what's the point of this conversation? Why are these things <laughs> so important here? to talk about? What is an e-commerce <laughs> blocker? What... What is this all about?
1: Uh, it is all about looking at a business as a whole and making sure that you're not just running things in their own little bubble. So if yes. you are running paid social ads, for example, uh-huh. and you're not thinking about e-commerce blockers and you're not looking at landing pages and you're not looking at the things that are stopping people from purchasing, yep. you're wasting your spend.
0: Definitely. And I think we talked about something similar on an episode a while ago. Mm. Um, and it's the fact that it's not like paid media or let's, let's call it paid social.
1: Yeah, but paid media, performance marketing in general, the, it stands. The yeah. thing
0: that we do <laughs> um, is one piece of a much bigger puzzle. It is. And when you're talking about e-commerce, that includes, yeah, you're right, the landing pages. Um, all sorts of different elements that happen after someone's clicked on your ad. Yeah. And before they've made a purchase there's a lot of things that happen in between, right? Yeah,
1: it does not exist on its own, no. basically.
0: And I think that is often the biggest crime of performance marketing is thinking that your world is the world.
1: Just in that little... The blinkers, yeah,
0: yeah exactly. And I, I can understand why people get into that position because yeah. if you've grown up, if it's what you love doing or if it's the job that you've been doing for ages, yeah, it kind of... Becomes your little world, doesn't it? But there's just so much more to it. And you're right, it's that stepping back and taking the wider view on the business of it as well.
1: Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to be an expert in everything e commerce. You can still be an expert in your niche of paid social or PPC. Of course, of course. But of course. having a conversation around those things, say if you're an agency with your client, is hugely important because you look at it from your perspective. Yep,
0: definitely absolutely completely agree a, a big part of what how we like to work with our clients is doing more not not necessarily doing more than performance marketing because that's why they've come to us but it's thinking about more than just the performance marketing yeah contributing to conversations that are a little bit broader definitely so what sort of blockers do we tend to see in What we mean by blockers, we should probably clarify, shouldn't we? So things that get in the way of a conversion after someone's clicked on your ad. Yeah. What are the common ones? There's a lot. There's loads.
1: (laughs) I think we talked about it um, just briefly before, but landing pages is a big one. Yes. So um, a big example of that was uh, if you have a particular product being pushed in your ad, the dog's back. (laughs) The dog's back. Um, then it should be um, merchandise towards top of the page. People should not yeah. be searching and having to troll through yeah. loads and loads of products to get to the one that you are advertising. So making sure yeah. that they're always optimised.
0: Yeah, it's not making it's people work important. for what they've asked to see. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You, it, you will get comments so quickly on an ad if something is difficult to see. Where's this bag? I can't find yeah. it. Scam. Yeah, basically, yeah. You get lots of little he- uh, keyboard warriors yes. chatting about it. So you yep. know very quickly if you've not merchandised your landing page properly.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. There's so many other things as well, aren't there? Like um, trust and credibility.
1: Massive one. Yeah.
0: Um, so having a review strategy to make yep. sure that you know, if you're a brand new e-commerce business, you won't have any reviews.
1: No. And that's a real difficulty. It's
0: tough, isn't it? We're yeah. seeing that with the city scooter. Definitely. Like but you just as long as there's a plan in place to build those up and show them off as well. Yeah. Um that's really important.
1: And it can be encouraging people to give those reviews as well like even if it's just like an email follow up, you know. Yeah. and something that sounds like it's coming from a human being, yes. not a automated. Yeah, yeah. Please give us a review, you yeah. know.
0: Yeah. Um, makes a huge
1: difference. So yeah, that trust and credibility is a big one. Also like um another thing that we found on the city scooter is like your payment options and that sort of thing, especially when it's a bigger purchase. Yeah. Anything basically above 100 quid, people want to be feeling like their money is safe and that they're actually going to get their products. People are a lot more savvy with those kind of things now. So having payment options that are credible, PayPal, Visa, and now like Klarna and stuff like that as well. Yeah gives you credibility in terms of people who know that their money is safe.
0: Definitely. Also, these things will change depending on the product or the price point, won't yeah, they? So absolutely. if you're offering a um, a fairly low price day-to-day mass market product, you probably need different reassurances or different things in place. So it's probably more about speed. Yes. Whereas a high value, luxury, high ticket price item. Yeah. Going to need loads of reassurance, probably a whole heap of product education. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like B two B, isn't it? Yeah, in, in a weird way, it's not. But um, so they, it's the
1: product and the business being sold, isn't it? Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of the basics apply across the board. You know, having a checkout that's secure and trustworthy yada 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 but yeah every client's different every business is different
1: definitely I think now as well that people are becoming more savvy to things there's also a level of like social proofing that a business needs to have in order for people to yes. want to purchase with them especially high ticket items but generally just everything that kind yep. of so, like, making sure that you have your socials up to a decent level. Yeah. And that can seem really overwhelming. Like, oh, my God, I need to get 20,000 TikTok followers. But it's not that. It's, like, making sure that you're regularly posting and it's human content and it's, it's there so that people go, why should I buy from these people? Then looking at it and coming back.
0: I've got a very good example of this. I'm trying to – I'm not just looking at my phone. I'm trying to find and read an example. So... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have to do this without <laughs> laughing. Um, we had a message from. I'm not going to name names because.
1: I'm so intru- I don't know what you're talking about right now. So we had
0: a DM on Facebook, out of the blue, oh. For City Scooter. Bastards!
1: <laughs> Angry face. That was it? <laughs> and we all have uh, City Scooters connected to our phone, so we all saw it at the weekend. Like, what?
0: Literally, out of the blue. And this is a grown
1: man. adult
0: man. Bastards! Um, anyway, so I was like, well, I'm going to reply to this no. and find out why he thinks we're bastards. Um, and it turns out that um, although the execution of his communication wasn't brilliant, he did raise a fairly good point. In that, um, he he basically thought we were scamming everybody because we don't really have much on our Facebook page because we focus more on Instagram.
1: Oh, and we're really? Limit- yeah, and we're
0: limited on resource, right? So it's like, <laughs> we'll just do that channel. Yeah. Anyway... Um, I was Did like, he say
1: this in a coherent way?
0: No, it was full of like typos. Okay, and, um, okay, yeah. But reading <laughs> between the lines, he, and he sent me screenshots of yeah. He thought we were yeah. Anyway,
1: amazing. Um,
0: so in a in a roundabout way, he raised a fairly good point, and um,
1: and, and now we're going to be putting all of our Instagram content we'll onto Facebook. So it. It's just fix. a simple fix. Yeah. yeah
0: um which you probably should have
1: been doing from the start but yeah yeah
0: as you mentioned it I thought yeah that's (laughs) that's an example um I've got a blocker and that is um almost not necessarily customer blockers but business blockers so something like margin yes so if you've got or average order value right Hmm. so if you've got products where the gross margin is low or lower than others um it might be that you can't run a viable, a financially viable campaign for that product. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this brand over here, you can. And I think sometimes there are blockers to success that are just inherent within the business, and you have to work out a way of getting around those as well. So it's not always um it's not always a customer-facing blocker.
1: Yeah, that's really true as well. And from like an agency perspective, we could be saying to a client, oh, it's amazing, we've had this many purchases of this product, isn't that great? And they're going, oh, we don't actually make that much money on yeah. that. But unless you're having those open conversations about it, yeah, yeah. you don't know. So yeah. it's always important to be having that open, transparent like communication around what products actually bring, yeah. bring in the buck, yeah, basically. Yeah. and
0: guaranteed... If you're working with an e-commerce business, the gross margin will vary massively depending oh, yeah. on what product or brand or, you know, range yeah. you're looking at. So I think that's so important because, what you again, what you don't want to do is go, hey, we got a four times ROAS on this campaign last week. Aren't we brilliant? But and the margin's
1: the, teeny-weeny. The
0: client's going, yeah, it's st- yeah. <laughs> still a loss. <laughs> yeah. But in that case, is it a loss because the campaign was bad or is it a loss because we need to focus on other... Products, products or yeah, well, complementary products
1: that go with that one, yeah, that sort of thing.
0: So I think there's so many different things that can contribute to success or failure. That are, it's just so, and then <laughs> the per, the performance marketing, the ads, it's just that's the bit that fuels everything. Mm. You know, um, so how do you find out if you've got a blocker, and if you think you've got a blocker in the conversion chain, how do you know what it is? Where do you start?
1: Great question. Um, I think Google Analytics is a really good place to start. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Definitely. Um, my favorite place to start within that is um, the like reports like the shopping behavior reports where you can see um, all site visits, product views, add to carts, checkouts, yeah. purchases. Because um, you can then start to understand what what products have the highest likelihood of generating a positive outcome based on how many people are adding them to the cart as an early yeah. sign. Um, you can understand what products are performing better. You can the, That's a really good place to start. But you can also see where the drop-offs are.
1: That's what I find so interesting. Yeah, like why, why is this particular point a massive drop-off?
0: Yeah, and I think as a paid social manager, you should be able to go into analytics and understand where those things are so if you are running a a campaign and the ROAS isn't positive or Mm -hmm. you know it's a new account and things are starting off a bit slow if the add to cart rate is below a sensible benchmark then the chances are there's something on the landing page or pricing or shipping or returns or something that's putting people off before they get to the cart Mm -hmm. And if you're putting people off before they even get to the cart, then there's no way you're going to get a positive return on your no. your ads. Yeah. So these things need to be looked at and seen, and you know.
1: Yeah, and as a as a part of that, I think it's important for agencies to be regularly going through the whole like purchase process. Yes. Because things change, things go wrong. Yeah. Things come up, and yeah. you go oh. That's different than it was a month ago. Yes. So I think regularly going through that, which you should be anyway if you're making sure that your tracking is working correctly. Yeah. Um, just making sure that within that process, you're questioning the user journey and how that's working.
0: Yeah. And putting yourself in the client's or customer's shoes. Yeah. Repeatedly. Is Definitely. A very, very, very very good habit
1: very easy to get blinkered especially if you're in-house it's very easy to get blinkered or oh, of course they know that but you know that because you have all this knowledge because you live and breathe that product
0: absolutely but somebody
1: might not who's coming in fresh yeah.
0: I think what we're almost talking about is like a bigger mindset than it's a, it's a mindset thing almost isn't mm. it because none of what we're talking about in terms of finding little pinch points and None of that's particularly difficult if you know what to go and look for. Yeah. But it's having the attitude and the mindset to go and do it in the first place.
1: It's not sitting on your hands and going, mm, meta ads aren't doing so well this week. Yeah. It's, okay, we've changed the ads. We've done this. We've done everything we possibly can from a from a from like optimization point of view. Yep. What else is blocking it? What can we have a conversation with and make yeah. changes with? Yeah. And it's not coming through like a bulldozer, but it's coming through and giving hopefully helpful recommendations and opening up conversations absolutely to the business.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's all you know, um and you can also when you're doing this, you can find find positive things too. So like when we when we launched the City Scooter, or we've done this with other clients of course as well. But um you're like, okay, well obviously conversions are slow because that was a new e-commerce brand. Um be like, hang on, the bounce rate. And I know bounce rate's not the best metric in the world, be like the bounce rate compared to other channels, and we know the bounce rate here is accurate because we've done the analytics properly, is really positive. So mm. It's like we must be getting the right traffic to the site. So now there must be a reason why they're not getting to the next step in the funnel. Yeah. Right, now let's go and f- try and fix that. All right, now we've fixed that. What's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? And you can start to just work out, well, if that's okay, that's okay, and that stage is okay, let's focus on that stage. Yeah, And it just guides... Everyone to the right point, yeah, I think
1: definitely, and then I think it's also looking at the the bigger, bigger picture, say so for bigger, city, bigger, bigger, bigger city scooters, for example, yeah. we could have been seeing a really like high bounce rate because they're currently only legal on private land, yes, so that's going to be a factor you can't um live in a bubble and not look at um yeah yeah the whole thing you know
0: yeah i mean that is yeah market factors yeah competition yeah legal legality Legality. (laughs) um they're the future though um yeah legality competition changes in regulations um or like travel is a classic i know we're talking about e-commerce but travel so much stuff affects travel Absolutely. Um, like global pandemics and things like that. Yeah. And if you're ignoring outside factors, then you're also missing a trick.
1: A 100% because if there's factors like, I don't know, the travel one's a good example, like rising cost of living, it's like, okay, so yeah. are you talking about payment plans in your ad? Do you thinking about those yeah. things? Like Or a war. Or a war. Yeah. Like, so many things, right?
0: Yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. So you go, right, well, I th- market, the biggest market shift at the moment is cost of living mm. how do we you know and then you just come up you can start to come up with theories can't you like payment plans yeah. like you said or yeah or
1: having subtle nods to gifting because people are more likely to spend on others than they are on themselves sometimes
0: that's true things like this so that's yep bigger yep. Eco, like
1: looking at e-commerce blockers for sure but bigger bigger picture y- you have to look <laughs> outside well. don't you yeah
0: definitely i always think um reading not reading the papers because no one buys papers but reading the news every morning is a really good habit
1: yeah or i listen to it
0: or listen to it yeah, yeah but yeah. being aware of what's happening in the world is like really important yeah definitely cool i think there are loads of useful things there and i do you know i just think such a good thing to talk about and that we're, obviously the nitty-gritty of running ad campaigns is massively important and really interesting but also being aware of the fact that there's a lot more to it when it comes to success yeah is, is huge
1: yeah and if you can find a way of working together with say even if in-house or agency working uh-huh. closely together with your your performance marketing and then also your developers and everybody else yeah. it goes much more seamlessly exactly yeah
0: synergize
1: yes that's a good word. <laughs>
0: Well, um, thank you, Abby. You're welcome. And um, thanks, everyone, for listening and for listening, not to listening. Thank you, everyone, (laughs) for listening. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed that episode, please do come and subscribe. Join us for future episodes where we talk about the ins and outs of running paid media and driving improved conversions and revenue for your business. See you next time.